This is the Wildernet Podcast for Saturday, May 17th, 2014, Episode 16. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wildernet Podcast. This is the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. I'm Shane. Hello everybody, I'm Eric. Welcome back for another exciting, fun episode of the Wildernet Podcast. Exciting and fun. It can only be both. That's right. But there can be only one. Wait, that's not right. Uh, So anyway... uh, (laughs) <laughs> How are you doing? Never neither. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I feel like I've got my fix that I said I needed, which is uh, I've spent some time outdoors. I've been doing lots of fishing, slamming the pike, if you will. You sure have. And I'm not going to lie, I've been a bit jealous. Mind you, I could be going out there myself if I really made the time to do it. Um, I'd much rather be going with you, but... Unfortunately, our schedules don't really align at this point, but I will certainly have to make more of an effort to uh, try to get out there one of these, well, one of these days, at least one of these weekends. You did say the key thing. Uh, You have to make time. You got to make it. Make time. Yes. Manufacture some time. (laughs) I wish I could manufacture some time. That'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I, obviously I talk about the weather a lot. I also say obviously a lot, I've noticed. But uh, might as well talk about the weather anyway. Uh, it, it's uh, It's been it's been okay. Um, seems like it's getting better, slowly but surely. Better hurry the heck up, man. Right. It's uh, kind of depressing. <laughs> seems like every time I look outside, it's gloomy or raining um today is decent though i will say and i did it's like a triple thread it's gloomy raining or cold or all the above or one or the other constantly it just never stops now windy's been tossed into the mix too that's bothering me also stupid wind it's like the day after tomorrow or something let's hope not yeah, um, well, let's hope the day after tomorrow brings some sunshine <laughs> this is true um anyway uh so how are you, Shane? I'm. I'm. Thank you for asking, Eric. I'm doing pretty well, and I did. Uh, I did go for a little bit of a run before this, of course. Uh, yeah, and a little yog. How far is your yog? Uh like five something, five point six four something like that, right around there. Mm, that sounds so, nice. Miles. What are you listening to when you run? Uh, just my elite bl- elite beat playlist. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Although it wasn't playing right for me at first. started a Nike app that I used. It started shuffling incorrectly. I put it on shuffle with that playlist selected and decided to shuffle through all of my entire iTunes library. So Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. Oh, well. But I figured it out. So, we ready for the next section? The Activity of the Week. This week's activity of the week is rock climbing. And this is something I've considered having be one of our activity of the weeks for quite some time now. 
Um, the unfortunate thing is, um, each of us have done it, more or less, but it's only been indoors, unfortunately. We have a, a local uh, rock climbing facility that is pretty sweet. Um, it's a lot of fun to go there. I It's been a while since I've been there, but but it, when I have gone in the past, it's been something that I've really enjoyed. And um, there are a couple of places in mind that, well, Eric specifically has considered actually going outdoor places to do actual rock climbing. And I think that's something he would like to discuss here. The first of which being uh, Devil's Lake here in Wisconsin. And you want to uh, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Funny thing about let me just touch on the uh, the place we go to. Can I say their name right? Like that's something wrong with that, is there? No. Good. Uh, Adventure Rock actually in Wisconsin. Um, I remember the first time I ever did it. I got to the top and I was like, "Sweet, I made it. This is awesome." And I looked. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and I used one of the auto belaying um, machines or whatever, and uh, I didn't trust it, so I thought I had to climb back down. And finally, like, no, seriously, you have to let go. It won't kick in until the weight is on. So I did. I trusted it. I listened, and lo and behold, it was awesome. So I was like a kid in a candy store after that. I was climbing everything. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I had no idea there was an auto belay machine. Yeah, yes. not everyone can bring a partner, or not everyone has someone to quote unquote spot them or be the belayer. Um, so those are kind of nice. They they got installed quite a bit more since the first time I'd been there, and uh, hopefully there's even more. I haven't been there in a while as well, so. Cool. It is fun. So I, yeah, like Shane said, I would love to take that outdoors. Um, being such an avid outdoor person, um, rock climbing is definitely on my list. It's just a matter of finding the time. So uh, one of the places I listed, like Shane said, was Devil's Lake. It's pretty well known in our state of Wisconsin for rock climbing. I'm just gonna quote straight from a website here, which is uh, Devil Lake Wisconsin, Devil's Lake Wisconsin dot com slash activities and climbing, which Says, slash quote, Devil's Lake. Slash climbing, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. slash. You got to get this in there, yeah. We want to make sure people know where to go. <laughs> you know? We'll link to, link <laughs> so to it quote, on our Devil's website. So, quote, Devil's Lake State Park. Huh? We'll link to it on our website. For yes. Find folks. We'll link a bunch of stuff, actually. It's going to be a fun episode, like I said. Anyway, okay. So, quote, Devil's Lake State Park in Baraboo, Wisconsin, offers some of the best rock climbing in the Midwest. Located in the picturesque Baraboo Hills, the park's court, Quart-sized rock cliffs rise over 100 feet in height and attract climbers from all over the country, end quote. Pretty neat. I've been there, but obviously not rock climbing yet. Soon, soon. It is a really pretty park. Um, It's in the middle. I mean, good luck in any cell service there, maybe unless you climb the rocks. Um, I think there's rattlesnakes there, too. Like we actually have a breed of some sort of rattlesnake. In, yeah, I've uh, heard that. State. Yep. I, I I didn't know that was uh, one of the locations where you could find those. I've heard stories, so that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, I'm not scared of snakes, but rattlesnakes kind of freak me out. Why well, is there tail got, rattle? They give the you a warning. They're nice about it. Oh yeah, they're so nice. <laughs> um, is there there's. There's um, if I'm not mistaken, Devil's Lake has is it two large bluffs there? Yeah, um, and that I I tried to look up how the heck that place got its name because it's kind 
kind of creepy because I think it's a pretty deep lake. Um, oh, yeah. And the water's not that clear. So, you know, you just wonder sometimes. But I think really it got it because of those two formations. Right. Yeah, you'd think so. And then, what I remember. Uh, right. So then the other place here that you wanted to talk about, and mind you, these are two places I wouldn't even have considered to be rock climbing places, to be honest. Uh, and I'm glad you are, were aware of these. But uh, the other location you have down is uh, Smith Rock, Oregon. Or Oregon. Ooh, How do you say there, it? There you go. Oh, it's Oregon. I don't say Oregon. Yeah. No, don't 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 say Oregon to the Oregonites. Or- Oregons. <laughs> or- <laughs> <laughs> Organese? I don't or, know. When you're there, or, you say Oregon. They're like, wow, wow, it's Oregon. It's Oregon. So, all right, it's Oregon. Yeah. Um, well, you know, yeah, I, I've say been Wisconsin, there. Uh, so. Yeah, Wisconsin. Right? Yep. So, um, you had a little resource here. Go figure smithrock.com. That's where you have all your info here about this particular one. Um. Are these all uh, quotes here they have down also? Yes, sir. Uh, and yeah, I just bullet pointed, so summarized sure. quite a bit of it. I guess I can. Do you want me to read the uh, first one here? Oh, nuts. Known as sport climbing, capital of the world, sport climbing is a form of rock climbing that relies on permanent anchors fixed to the rock and possibly bolts for protection. In contrast, in traditional climbing, in traditional climbing, the rock is typically devoid of fixed anchors and bolts, and climbers must place removable protection as they climb. So apparently this is one of the things that you can do at Smith Rock, is this sport climbing, eh? Yeah, what's interesting, um, when I was there, first of all, it's a really beautiful park, and Oregon has uh, four climates. So we literally went from having a snowball fight in July, the 4th of July, uh, on the top of Mount Hood, and then later on that day, we were sweating, and uh, in the desert, hanging out at Smith Rock. But well, we could see rock climbers on on uh, Smith Rock, and there's more than one rock that makes us up. But they looked like specks; they were tiny. This place is huge, so um, I, I don't know how they do it. It's it, it'd be a rush. I'm, that's why I'm really excited to try this stuff. <laughs> right, right. You want to go right into the next one, then? Yeah, yeah. You keep plugging through these. I'll okay, just add right. some sprinkles in when I can, you know. And, and again, these are all from smithrock.com. Uh, quote, Smith Rock isn't just one rock. The area boasts an incredible formation of pinnacles and rocks that extend between 500 and 600 feet. End quote. Uh, encompasses, <laughs> another quote, I guess, encompasses <laughs> 651 acres of on the Oregon High Desert Plateau, which hovers around 3,000 feet in ev- elevation. There are over 1,800 climbing routes in and around the park, ranging from some of the best sport climbs in the world to why would anyone want to climb that pile of what? <laughs> I think that's a misspell of the word chaos, and that is not my misspell. <laughs> pile of, uh, that's got to be a thing. It looks like chaos. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there, if we have any that rock climbers uh, in that, the audience, let us know. Yeah, clearly we are showing that we have not rock climbed, <laughs> probably here. Okay. But uh, we we've talked about this before. We've talked about the fact that we are not <laughs> experts uh, on these subjects. We're simply trying to ignite. I will say, hey, I've um, cl- 
climbed. I haven't climbed. I've I've hiked mountains, um, and that's that's not an easy task. <laughs> um, in Alaska specifically, on the Alaska Range or Alaskan Range, that always I'm not really sure how that went exactly, but um, much different. Obviously, you're not going up a, a steep or a completely uh, 90 degree angle or anything, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I will say that the the bit of rock climbing I have done indoors at uh, Adventure Rock specifically, um, if you're not using the proper technique, if you aren't taught and you're just trying to, you know, uh, climb it with brute force, you're going to get tired out real quick. I remember my forearms just screaming at me and being sore for days afterwards. Like, why? Why? This is insane. So a real good workout. You have to be in pretty good shape. Um, more of the technique. As far as I remember, people trying to teach me involves using your legs, which I had a hard time comprehending. But anyway, we could probably talk about some of the equipment and stuff uh, that you would use and some of the techniques and that kind of, you know, jargon. Sure. Yeah, we can do that real quick. I just want to mention, too, I've, uh, yeah, we've each, as a, if I didn't mention it, we've each been there, um, the Venture Rock, yeah. And again, it's been quite some time since I've been there, but uh, I think it's, I think that's my next mission here to uh try to do that real soon and then hopefully to uh either probably devil's lake first because i'm don't have any real plans to go to oregon anytime soon but uh yeah let's just real quick discuss this uh there's a how-to guide and types is that supposed to be tips oh yeah why did i do that rei.com um Oh, I've lost my link. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So one of the big things about this article, and again, we can link this in our show notes. Also, um, one of the most interesting things we found on here was the uh, the basic climbing gear. They just kind of go into the you know the pieces of equipment that you really that are required and some optional ones also so you've got your waist belt and leg loops and i'd always thought that that was um a single piece of gear actually but uh, apparently they're all they're both separate and but i mean they do latch together and then you've got your uh, rock climbing shoes which can't say i've i don't i don't remember do they make you wear special shoes at adventure rock no you don't have to um it costs a little bit more to rent that equipment if you don't have your own um, firsthand, I'm the guy that's like, I don't think that's necessary. And, uh, one bright day I got really mad cause I couldn't climb the particular route that was outlined in the color coordination or whatever. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try the shoes and night and day for me, night and day. I couldn't believe oh, it. Cool. It's like, I'm never not renting these again. I'll have to remember that. Um, and then climbing helmets. And that that is definitely something that they require there, right? At no. Adventure. The, no, really? Um, I don't think so. No, not at Adventure. Not indoor. They have such huge mats at the bottom. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've actually uh, some. I saw. I watched someone fall. Um, really? From a pretty decent height, and they're fine. Wow. Now, granted, if you're doing maybe more of the, uh, they do have some underhangs. Or underhanging uh, walls, so maybe if you're doing that and there's a lot of swinging motion involved, um, it would be more mandatory. But I don't recall having to wear a helmet. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't recall either, but uh, I, I would think it would be advisable. And, but at any rate, ah. Uh, Especially if you're, if you're outdoors, I, I, I couldn't imagine Certainly would recommend that. <laughs> uh, carabiners, uh, a lot of people have heard of them. Some people maybe just use them on their keychains. They're not the same. They're not going to su- support a uh, human being. <laughs> They have but, to say that on there too. I think I have one that opens beer bottles, so it says this is not, <laughs> not used to support something extra reading. Right, I don't have it on nice, there, but funny. Okay, so that that works along with the rope pulley system for um, uh, for climbing, and then you've got your I didn't realize it's just called the belay device, which your belayer, um, the person that is uh, holding the rope for you at, at the bottom. Um, would be attached to them. And then your quick draws. I'm not actually real familiar. What what does that refer to exactly? Does it tell us on here? Uh, it says, uh, quote, <laughs> a quick draw consists of two carabiners connected by a sling, also called a runner, uh, while you can fashion your own from webbing and carabiners, pre-stitched uh, draws greatly... Draws greatly increase speed and efficiency when climbing bolts, making them essential for sport climbing. Pre-stitched quick draws are convenient for clipping onto bolts, ropes, and gear. Uh, see the REI expert advice article, how to choose quick draws, slings, and webbing. End quote. Uh, so, sounds like more of a thing for um, sport climbing with the bolts. Yeah. Can I jump into the different types real quick? Jump in. Uh, we, and we did mention two of these. In fact, Shane did. Uh, he mentioned the sport climbing and the traditional, so we covered that. Uh, there's another form called bouldering, and this is something that Adventure Rug actually does also have indoors too. I don't mean to keep referencing them. I'm sure a lot of indoor rock climbing places would have this. Uh, but there's, they call it the cave. So you can just you know go in the cave. You don't need to have the harness and all that jazz on. You can just start to climb around. It's not high, so when you fall, it's, nothing's going to happen. Um, you just simply let go, and it's a real testament to your strength, though. So this actually, I'm going to quote REI's website here. Uh, this requires the least amount of time and gear. So if you're looking to just see if it's something you're going to like, want to get into, you want to get outside, putts around, uh, it says basically um, bouldering is close to the ground, climbing without a rope, going only as high as you can jump off without risking serious injury. So it talks about beginners uh, being able to traverse um, parallel to the ground, uh, thus uh, the strength of movement without going high. Again, like I said, it's going to take a lot more maybe energy or work or I don't know. Anyway, just wanted to cover those. So you got bouldering, sport climbing, and traditional um, different types of rock climbing. There's also different classes too, which I don't think I need to cover. I don't want to get too caught up in all this, but there's a lot of classes. It goes basically from easy to very difficult. Cool. So what uh, I got with that. I just wanted to touch base on that. Cool. Cool. Okay, so uh, climbing ropes. Uh, clearly, you will need some of those. They're, they may or may not be a uh, necessity. They they are. <laughs> um, you know, you're going to need a, at least for traditional climbing. Uh, are they, did, did they say, that's? do you have a belayer for um, sport climbing also? I. Uh, Honestly, I was wondering about that because one of the defining or factors of that was that it has everything kind of secured in and stationary versus the traditional you'd have to remove um, your anchors as you go. 
So, uh, yeah, I guess I can't say for sure. I don't know. Um, you know, it's interesting, too, about needing all this stuff, though. I was just thinking that, uh, you know, we're, we're using a referencing REI's website. I'm a, I'm a member at REI. Shane, are you? I'm not a member at REI, unfortunately. Well, you should do it. It's 20 bucks for life. You get some awesome discounts on their uh, dented and damaged gear, which isn't necessarily that bad. And you get to, like, rent all sorts of stuff like this type of gear. And they actually... Um, and what would you call it? Support or they, they host these types of events. So they have guides, they have the equipment, they have all this stuff. Okay. Pretty neat. We should look into it. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, this article also talks about how there are dynamic and static uh, types of rope. Apparently. Uh, let's see. Apparently, the dynamic has some elasticity to it. And I would imagine the, oh yeah, the static is a relatively stiff rope. Didn't know, <laughs> didn't really know there was a difference there. I wonder why you would need either. Or one over the other anyways. Yeah, I, well, I wonder where the big. Dynamic sounds like something you use for bungee jumping or something. So. Mm, that sounds fun. <laughs> but we're talking climbing today. But I think that's, uh, I think that's about it for the gear specifically in this article. Um. Is there anything else that caught your eye on here? Yeah, the chalk. Um, oh, the chalk. Yeah, that's yeah, right. We didn't, we didn't discuss. You're, you're a gamer. I'm sure you can attest to the fact that you got your hands on that controller too long, your hands sweat. Uh, when I'm rock climbing, I've noticed in other times in life, <laughs> my hands get super sweaty. And uh, that is not good for rock climbing. So the chalk will absorb a lot of that sweat to keep your hands dry so you can grip what you're trying to grab. I think it's pretty important. Cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was... Yeah, um, that was fell under the other gear considerations part of this article, and uh, the other couple of things they they talk about are clothing and uh, crash pads. I wasn't super familiar with that, so yeah, it, it sounds ex exactly like what it is. If you fall or jump, um, place under under the climber to hopefully lessen the blow. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and that seems to be speaking more for bouldering, right? Yeah, well, it says it's a must for bouldering. I, okay. I, would, I would think it certainly could be used for any type of climbing, though. Um, I'd be tempted to do that because I don't know how much I trust myself. <laughs> well, if you're hundreds of feet up, I don't think any crash pad's going to help you. <laughs> this is true. Um, so apparently there's... Uh, let's see. Where clothing... That is not restrictive and won't get in the way of you or the rope. Uh, to quote that, also, um, you should breathe and manage moisture so you stay warm or cool while climbing. If you climb outdoors, always plan for changing conditions. Again, see the REI expert advice article on layering. End quote. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's uh, that's about it for the gear. Anything else uh, particular you want to talk about with that, Eric? I mean, I, I'd like to just reference a site. We'll put a link to it. There's a lot of good information here. We don't need to read the whole thing. Um, seriously, there's some seriously good information here. I just said seriously a bunch of times. So seriously, seriously. Obviously, seriously, you need to check this out. It's awesome. They got everything laid out perfectly. It's great. That's the, the link we were just referring to? Or is it? Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that in there um for people to take a look at. 
Um, and I don't know. I, you know, we I think we pretty much have gone over, but yeah, I think I think that's about it. Uh, any any other quick things about climbing in general that you uh, can think of? More or less. I mean, hopefully people are excited about it. Um, in general, I I personally mentioned to Shane before the show um, and discussing talking about this that I, I had found it fairly therapeutic in a weird way in the sense that when I was rock climbing, the only thing I was thinking, because I went quite a bit, uh, a lot I got kind of sucked in, um, was, okay, what, where am I going to grab next? Where am I going to, I don't want to fall. Where am I going to grab next? Or, uh, oh, here we go. Here, that, I mean, that was, that was it. That's all the thinking that was going on upstairs. So it really kind of ripped me out of, you know, reality for a little bit. It was kind of nice. Oh, so I got to imagine the outdoor version has got to be real slick because it's a little bit more real, you know? Yeah. Don't mess up now. Splat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I got to, when I, when we do this, or if you do it, or if I do it separately, I either way, I think I need someone uh, belaying because one way or another, I don't want to be doing the the bouldering. I don't think or the uh, yeah, maybe the other one. But sport climbing, we'll see. sport climbing, yes. <laughs> um, but it I'll sounds belay like a lot you, of fun. Shane. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. Thanks, Eric. And I like that it's a foregone conclusion that we're going to do this. And part of the show is we do a lot of the activities we talk about. So not only is it inspiring to our audience, to our fans, hopefully, if we have fans, we call them fans, whatever. They're not fanatics. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, Good we point. like to participate in a lot of these activities that we do talk about. It gets us excited. It's something to do. Yep, yep. Should Practice we... what you preach. Exactly. Okay. Having said that, Word in the Woods. So we've got just a couple of uh, quick things here. One of which this is kind of, uh, I don't want to say irregular or anything, but uh, we have a link here from Pinterest specifically with uh, just some kind of neat do-it-yourself uh, camping ideas. And uh, there are a few of them on here. We're going we're gonna to link this also, but there are all kinds of different things on here. And um, what were some of the ones that you uh, really thought were neat? Oh, gosh. I mean, they, there's a lot of them that I think are pretty cool. Um. I've seen a couple different versions of a homemade do-it-yourself AC unit, whether that's using a bucket and or a cooler, some PVC pipes, and uh, a fan of sorts. I thought that was, like, that's pretty genius, actually. I, what a concept. Yeah, that was crazy. one. Uh, we'll just trade off. What do you got? So there's something in here. This isn't. Um, this is more of a. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's a, it's like an um, more of an emergency situation type thing. But using an acorn cap to loudly whistle for help if you're lost in the woods, I never would have considered that. And and they show a specific. Uh, it looks like there might be a, a specific way to kind of position your thumbs by your mouth to actually do that, but that could be life saving potentially. Yeah, that's okay. So, <laughs> that's um, wow. I, I I don't I missed that one. I was going for more like the recreational camping. You know, like how could I be the guy that's like, oh, how'd you think of that? Uh, Shane's 
taking this, I'm going to survive and not die in the woods route. Good for you. <laughs> That's more of the hardcore camping we did in the Boundary Waters. That's yeah, awesome. exactly. Yep. And then uh, what was another one you you saw in there? What was the other one? Um, okay, well, one of my favorites actually is this, and I'm going to try this out. We're going camping next weekend, so uh, more of the recreational type anyway. So there is a, I have a couple headlamps. I'm always out doing weird stuff at night like hunting or fishing. Uh, as of lately fishing and you can just i don't know strap your headlamp onto a jug of water and apparently according to these great photos it just illuminates and glows and looks awesome so it's a real nice way to light like a tent or something like that or pick a table without you know blinding everybody apparently apparently i haven't tried it yet. we're gonna find out you got any more shane yeah there was uh there was there's just so many of them i i'm trying to find Trying to find the others that I had in mind. Um, oh, yes. So there was this one. This was, it's kind of silly, but it it gets the job done. So we've all probably had um, playing card decks uh, where the cardboard case has, has been torn or, I don't know, maybe uh, got wet or something and it's just falling apart. Well, their idea here was just pick up a soap box from your local dollar store and just use that instead throw out your cardboard box or recycle it preferably <laughs> um so that's kind of plus it'll keep out moisture and all that i like that one i do like that yeah man i don't know i'm just perusing here i i feel bad because i think we're both getting okay this one's a favorite and i, I question that this is actually legitimate um but apparently there's a clementine candle. Now, clementine's what? It's basically oh, yeah. like a miniature orange, right? And what's the difference? Do you know? Yeah. I'm pretty good with too, nutrition, uh, Shane. I can we don't trust have your... any product placement here or anything, but I think the the big brand name, at least, <laughs> and the grocery stores around here, I believe, are cuties, they call them. Is that right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because they, they're so damn cute. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really interesting. A candle. So... How does it work? <laughs> I don't know if you have to like shave it down kind of. Apparently, obviously, you chop it in half for starters. You must, I, I think you're, you're scooping out the one of the chunks, probably the top half. Um, you cut a hole in the top. You need to have oxygen for the flame to go, but apparently you just light the thing up. And it just sits there and burns. It says there's no wax. There's no wick. Nature's own fuel. Amazing. That's what it says. Amazing. Um, it looks freaking cool. I'm going to just like litter the campground fired up clementines or cuties <laughs> another amazing thing i thought in here was uh making a stove out of a the bottom of a soda can i i did see that one um somewhere else too and it's actually pretty clever and, still, and easy to do it doesn't look difficult i think you would need what the scissors maybe i'm still trying to figure out um how it burns does it they're putting some kind of fuel in it. Yeah, I think so. I think you're going to have to do something like that. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. there's a lot here. And I just wanted to real quick uh, say it is titled. I don't know if it's a specific um, page that Pinterest put together specifically but it says at the top it says DIY how to tips and ideas for camping so we'll link that and go find some ideas that uh, you can use 
Let's do a quick recap here of everything we're linking. We're getting link happy, which I'm cool with because I, I definitely want to share this stuff. For those that follow us on the Facebook, it's, you know, or the Twitter. I'm going to put a the in front of it because I want to. Um, it's a nice visual to follow along. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I found your answer to the uh, stove with a can. Yeah. Well, I just found a different way to do it, actually. It's called How to Build a Rocket Stove to Impress the Boys. <laughs> Essentially, it's a soup can with a hole in it at the top and a hole at the side with a miniature soup can coming out of the side with a bunch of wood burning in it. Hmm. And by a bunch of wood, it's like a, I don't know, what looks to be a bunch of tiny matches, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Some of these are, you know, less genius than the others, but... <laughs> Hey, they're all, yeah, but props to anyone who's doing this kind of stuff. That's really neat. Plus, I mean, who knows how much money you'd end up saving by doing these do-it-yourself things. I mean, that's, I, I think that's, that's probably what actually one of the main purposes of doing this. But, um, you know, it just could be a lot of fun, too. I think, yeah, it, the fun, the the pride you get out of creating something yourself. And that's kind of what camping is a little bit in my mind is, you know, figuring stuff out, using your resources, getting a little crafty with it. I think the other one too, sorry, I, I have to say this one because there's two that I'm going to try for sure on our, our little camping adventure for next weekend is uh, I'm going to do the water jug and I also have quite a few wine corks that I'm now going to soak in alcohol um, so we can use this for fire starters apparently. Neat. What are you going to try? Are you going to bring something to the table this weekend? <laughs> I'll I'll consider it. Um, see, we'll see what my week looks like if I can try to do some of these things. But uh, all right, yeah, I'll I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, I'm always excited about something. So whatever. Well, um, yeah. So there was. Uh, there was there were some things that we uh, have for sound off, I think, isn't there? A couple, actually, yeah. Sound off. And I think this was uh, this was a post where I think you might I don't know if you know this guy specifically or looked like he was he posted a video for us. I do, I do know him specifically. Do you want to uh, share a little bit about what what uh, that was about? Yeah. Um, so last week's episode, we talked about uh, morel mushroom hunting. So um, naturally, I was talking about it at work. And a uh, guy I work with, Scott, is an avid morel mushroom hunter because he goes quite often. We actually went on our, our – uh, we get you know, little breaks at work. So we went outside on one of our breaks and tried to scout for some, and it just – Hadn't been hot enough, according to him. And I trust his judgment because he finds them, and he has quite a few that he actually shared with us on the Facebook page. So uh, Scott actually posted two pictures, and he said just started, uh, just just started to find them in his part of Wisconsin, um, all around Dead Elms, of course, which is what we talked about as well. He said he did say south-facing slopes, and in fact, he, he found his next to a cornfield. So he also uh, went so far as to post a video he took specifically uh, for for us. So if you click on the link on the YouTube video, he will address Wildernet, and uh, he actually gives some tips on how to find these and, and how to look for them because they're kind of tough to spot. And 
not to go on, but I'm glad he did because I didn't. I went hunting uh, for morels last week on my day off. I didn't find anything, and I almost wonder if I wasn't looking hard enough now because the way he was searching for these, um, I didn't see it in the video until he got right up to it. I was like, oh, what the heck? how the heck did he see that? So I think you got to have an eye for it too. Do you want me to play any of this? Just yeah, yeah. Peek? His video is not that long. If you wanted to, I think that'd be fantastic. We'll see how we'll see how long this really is. Five minutes forty two seconds. Maybe we'll just give people a little sneak peek. Yeah. This is Scott. Eric from uh Wilderness Podcast asked if I could help out and give a little tutorial on finding morels and rather than just typing it out on Facebook, I figured I'd give you guys a short video on what I look for here. So I'm in what I refer to as one of my honey holes. Um, so basically what I'm looking for here, dead elms, uh, it's a typical thing you hear from people when you're looking for morels is dead elms, but more importantly I look for all this bark here, I seem to find or have my most success in the bark. So we're just looking around now. Looking to spark, look, uh, let's see if I can find some here, a moss like that. I find them often growing out of this kind of moss. Um, but I'm really careful too when I move things around when I'm looking through this bark because you'll easily break them, break the tops of the mushroom heads off. Morels seem to be pretty delicate, they don't take a hit well from your boot. But barren ground doesn't seem to be as productive for me, so areas like this, areas like this, where you have a lot of bark cover, seem to produce quite a few. Tree stand I just got done taking down. Does he end up finding one in this? Yeah, he found a couple, actually. Um, quite Near a few. the end? No, I, throughout, actually. Um, yeah. Throughout, he found, he found quite a few. I, I know I watched it. I was like, is he not? I thought maybe he already had like some that he had found before he started oh, recording. Yeah. So I actually thought it was kind of neat that, uh, you know, he hadn't found any yet as he started recording. He was actually, that's a, that's a pretty legit tutorial. <laughs> it's not, hey, I found some. Uh, here, I'm starting to record and this is what I did to find them. No, he's like looking as he's doing the video. Yeah, that's pretty neat. How's that for multitasking? <laughs> Thanks again, Scott. I really appreciate that. See we both appreciate that, I think. Yeah. here and see if. Uh... I can see any. Ah, YouTube's not cooperating. Never does. It never does. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's pretty nice. Oh, you found one. I plan to do more videos like this. I'll be putting them on my YouTube channel. There you go. Oh, does he say the name of his YouTube channel? And, uh... Nope. <laughs> Uh, but if yeah, I don't know. Uh, we could. He, he, the title of the video is uh, "Wisconsin Morels: Where to Look for Morels." All right, thanks, thanks so much, Scott. That was really awesome of you to do that. So there's a sound off. Uh, we also had a couple other mentions here uh, from fans. We had uh, Mike saying that they're just starting to see him in Michigan. Uh, just getting to get warm enough. And then Sam had mentioned that they're just starting to find some in Indiana. So uh, throughout the Midwest, they're seeming to, to sprout up and pop up. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing, guys. And, Thanks, and appreciate Mike you. and Sam also. Yeah. Yep, yep. 
That's awesome. Very awesome. I want to find some. I've been looking every time I'm outside, actually, even when I was fishing in the river the other day. It's kind of... I know I'm going to get excited now when I see one. Before, when I had no clue what they were, I would have been totally brainless about it. But (laughs) now I'm definitely should be able to recognize them. So, yeah, I really want to eat some, honestly. I mean, that's kind of just it right now. I really want to cook some up with some venison steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah. And and who knows? We may very well may see some uh, this next weekend. Yeah, that'd be awesome if we did. Okay, well, uh, I noticed you have a <laughs> something got shifted around here. It's got at Wildernet cast up here in the sound off section. Anyway, don't ask. I something happened. <laughs> well, where you can find that is one place you can find us is on Twitter at Wildernet Cast, or as we were just discussing, our Facebook page. Um, we're Scott, Sam, and Mike all left some comments for us. That's facebook.com slash wildernetpodcast. And, uh, oh, you know what it is? Nothing got shifted around, I don't think. Our email is wildernetpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. If you want to uh, write us or share a story with us, uh, you can send us anything to any one of those and we will more than likely read it on the show, so. Yeah, we probably will. In fact, I, I think maybe the next show we should just say that right out the gate because I don't know if people make it this far. I'm not sure. I, I think next time when you say, how am I doing, like, share stuff with us. Share stuff. <laughs> how you doing? Share. Share now. Share. Share now. Do it. Yeah. No, really, though, it's, it's fun to hear that kind of stuff. It's great to see the participation. So, uh, you know, it's good to know that there's morals growing in Indiana and Michigan. I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Assume they fantastic. were, but you know, no one tells us. We don't. We don't know. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, as is tradition, where can people find Eric out there? Hello, I'm here. Hi. Uh, you can find me on this show yeah. first of all, which I love doing. Uh, I'm very thankful that I have the opportunity to. Have a conversation with Shane about stuff we like to do. Uh, but if you also want to find me in other places where I hang out, I hang out at Where to Hunt, Wisconsin. And uh, got to make an announcement. Got to get the buzz going here. I just got my email confirmation today from my developers that my mobile app is finished for both the iOS and the Android platform. So uh, very close to launching those. Please keep uh, an ear to the ground. Awesome, man. Awesome yes. stuff. You can find me at Shave Maddox or uh, check out the Techies podcast uh, on iTunes or wherever podcasts are sold. Hint, hint, they're not actually sold. <laughs> they're free. That's what he means. The moment of reflection. Go rock climbing, everybody. Get out there, get outside to Devil's Lake, Wisconsin, Smith Rock, Oregon. Oregon, not Oregon. Check out uh, REI for some tips and tricks. 
some the gear you need and all that good stuff there. Yeah, do it yourself and camp. Do some stuff. Find some ideas that uh, you know do might spark your interest. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's what we ideally that that's the real objective of this show is to uh, get outside and do stuff. Whether it be rock climbing or camping, enjoy the outdoors. It's uh, doing these different types of things outdoors. Really, as uh, every every one of them has a different effect on how the outdoors is is enjoyed. I, I don't know how I'm ex- I'm not explaining this well. <laughs> kind of catch my drift here. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Do you do you catch my drift? I do. Yes. Experience yes, the outdoors in different ways. Uh, it really allows you to, to enjoy it as a whole. So you know that's what I got. Reflect on that, Shane. Oof, is that an insult? No, no, it's an <laughs> it's an order. <laughs> Reflect this. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's about that. Yeah. Thanks again, Scott, for, for posting that video and uh, sharing that stuff with us. Appreciate it. Thank you much. It's been a grand old time. Till next time. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Unt- <laughs> until next time, take care. And get outside. Please. Nice. I should delay this too. Just just because. And